What's up, beautiful butterflies? Welcome to my long overdue podcast. This is Evs Webb. If you made it here, it's because you love me. And trust me, I love you back. So on my podcast, I want to talk about everything, y'all. I want to share stories with you guys. I want you to share stories with me. I want to laugh with you. I want to cry with you. I want to talk about things that are uncomfortable. I want to just get raw and right into it. I hope that you guys enjoy this podcast. If you do, please remember to subscribe to my channels. If you don't, I don't know why you're here, but maybe you like my voice. I hope I hope it gets you off or whatever you're here for. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, so I did say that my first episode is going to focus solely on a Q&A. So I want to use this as an icebreaker about me. So for those of you that don't know me, can know a little bit about me. And obviously you'll learn more as we go forward. So let's just get right into it. I got some wild questions. So some of them I had to um, bleep out because y'all just say whatever. I promise y'all do. And I kind of had to reshuffle them so we can kind of have a flow here. So here we go. Let's get right into it. My first question was, what is your favorite color, your favorite food, and your favorite animal? I didn't know that this is where we was going, but let's get it. My favorite color is purple, black yellow red orange yellow green blue indigo teal i just love colors i love colors but my favorite is purple but i love colors so anything that anyone buys me with color (laughs) i love it especially black period (laughs) anyway my favorite food i don't really have a favorite food specifically but i love like pastas and rices and stuff that's bad for me avocados I can eat avocados with anything um french fries I don't know I just love food I love to eat I love everything again (laughs) and my favorite animal is an owl I know it's it's a bird but that's an animal and it's my favorite because they're wise they're beautiful they they flow like they're just their own own species like owls are just dope y'all they're dope they represent like transitional periods and change and i just love them i love them i'm sorry y'all i'm really trying to force myself to have this radio voice that's not me i'm about to talk to y'all as if i'm talking to my friend on the phone okay next question if you have three wishes what would you wish for i would wish for peace prosperity And world peace. Hell. Because I feel like at this point, I ain't going to get no peace if the world ain't got no peace. Because every time I think I'm peaceful, something wild happens. First of all, Kobe, for real. I had just prayed. And y'all know I'm not a big religious person. And I had just prayed to God this year to please bless me and bring whatever I deserve my way. And just keep, you know, keep keep life afloat. Just let, just let this be my breakthrough year. 2020 was supposed to be my breakthrough year. And the only part I done got of the breakthrough was the break. Because this shit is wild. I don't know what in the world. But yeah, I would wish for world peace, prosperity, and inner peace, self-peace. I feel like that's important. That's the major key. All right, next question. Why did you stop making jewelry? I'm going to come back to that one. I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to I'm a, I'm a, I'm a come back to that. Because I feel like I do need to explain to people. Because people really was rocking with me and supporting me. And I'm going to explain it to y'all in a minute. 
Um, what is your coming out story? <laughs> Boy, hmm. I never really came out. I never was in the closet. I never, never really came out. I always knew that I liked women. I was attracted to my kindergarten teacher. Um, I was attracted to one of my friends. Don't worry. None none of my best friends right now. I ain't talking about none of you hoes. So don't get to texting me. (laughs) No, but for real, like I was attracted to women at a very young age. So I knew that I was, I, I took a liking to them. I never excluded that as an option. Um, I tried to tell my mom that I liked women when I was in sixth grade and she shut that down. She told me that there's no way. I don't know what I like. And that was just that. And I left it at that. And, um, yeah, I had a little girlfriend in high school. I had another girlfriend in high school. Um, but it was like a couple of days because we obviously in high school, I didn't give a fuck about relationships and neither did they. And so that was that. Um, Yeah. And I mean, I guess I, I had a relationship with a guy and I've been with men. Um, I don't consider myself a lesbian, though I say that all the time. Um, I I just like what I like. I vibe with who I vibe with. So it's not in the moment. It's not a phase. It's not a, you know, one of those things. It's one of those. Um, I like what I like. And so I never had to come out because I never was necessarily in. I just kind of told my mom she shut it down and... I came out with a girlfriend and everybody was acting surprised, but that's just, I didn't care. Like I didn't make it at a point to make a Facebook post or an Instagram post or a big announcement on Snapchat. I showed up with my girlfriend and that was that people had to say what they had to say. And I mean, it bothered me because it's just like, damn, I didn't think that it didn't bother me because of how they felt towards me because I was going to be with who I wanted to be with. It bothered me because it was showing people's true colors and it's just like, dang, I didn't know that you were that kind of person, but thank you for showing me that. Cause now I know to deal with you differently going forward. But I didn't, I mean, I feel so bad for people that had to struggle when their families kicked them out, disowned them, all of that, because I couldn't imagine someone disowning me because of something I don't necessarily have control over. Um, you would think that people would love gay people more because we have the ability to love everything and see life as a bigger picture and this is another I'm going to talk about this on another episode so I don't really want to get into it now but it's just like I think it makes me who I am and me just standing in my truth and showing up with a girlfriend made people respect me in a different way though they felt their way about it they understood who I was at that at that moment they understood that I didn't give a fuck (laughs) I'm sorry for that. I don't want to be, I don't want to curse on here a lot, guys, but I do, I'm a curser. So <sighs> just one of you now, first episode, just get that out the way. But yeah, so that was my coming out story. Um, next question. Biggest regret. Um, I don't know because I don't necessarily regret anything. I wish I would have made better decisions, but I don't regret anything that I've done in my life because I feel like it was necessary in that moment. Do I feel like I've made decisions that were messed up? Yes. Do I feel like I could have made better decisions? Yes. But do I want to go back in time and erase it and do all that? No, because I feel like mistakes build character. You learn, especially when you learn from them, because you understand that it was something that happened that shouldn't have happened and it won't happen again. Period. 
So I don't really regret any regret anything. Um, are you single, married, in a relationship, in an entanglement? LOL. What is your situation? I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling. That's my relationship status. Um, next question. <laughs> Do you want kids? And if so, how many? Yes, I want children. I want four children. I want two girls and two boys. I want twins first. Um, I don't know if I have twins, if I, I would only want three kids because I can't have my kids being newborns. That, that's just too much. But yeah, yeah, I want four kids, two girls, two boys, all boys, all girls, whatever the Lord intends for me to have. That's what I will have. Um, Describe yourself in three words. Next question. Sorry, guys. Describe yourself in three words. Oh, damn. <laughs> resilient. Resilient. Y'all know I can't talk. Resilient. Um, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Let me come back to that. I'll come back to that. It's funny when people ask you to describe yourself and you feel like you are so sure of yourself, but when you have to break it down into three words, what do you break it down to? (laughs) I guess I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm not going to come back to the question. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm resilient, ambitious, and I don't know. What else? Y'all hear these cars? It's crazy. These cars are loud. Um, yeah, let me, I don't, I don't know about the third one. I know I'm ambitious. I know I'm resilient, but we don't know. Yeah. So next question. Um, how many tattoos do you have and what is your favorite one? My favorite tattoo. I'm sorry. How many do I have? 13 tattoos. My favorite one is the one on my chest. It says beautiful disaster. People think somebody try to say it says thug life. I ain't going to say no names, but somebody said it says thug life, but it doesn't. It says beautiful disaster and it's an ambigram and an ambigram is two words and one that have meanings, contradicting meanings. So beautiful disaster, obviously two completely different meanings. And that's why I love it because it's just like, Each human that you encounter has a beautiful part and a disaster part. To you, you may see this beautiful man or woman and they have an ugly inner or ugly. uh, There's a disaster side to them. I don't want to say ugly because everybody's not ugly on the inside or anything like that. But there's a disaster portion of them. We are all a mess. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care how much money you have, how beautiful you are, how any of that. We all have a portion of us that has been a mess once upon a time. Right. So that's my my explanation on the disaster portion or the beautiful portion. Disaster is we see people that may not be so attractive to us or may have flaws on the outside or visible flaws on the outside, insecurities and all that. But on the inside, they're beautiful. So it's just like we are all a beautiful disaster and we are that's okay. Or a, a disaster that's beautiful, however you want to take it, and that that's 
I just need that. That's a constant reminder. And I, that's why I, I don't know why I tatted it on my chest, y'all. I was 18. I wanted a tattoo. I didn't give a fuck. And I got it on my chest. Boom. And it's my favorite one. Next question. I've known you my whole life. When did you come become so about, quote, energy, unquote? And I'm tired of people quoting energy, okay? Because, listen, don't mock me, baby. Don't mock me. And to answer your question, um, I became about energy. So you say, um, I call it a spiritual awakening. When I was 21, 22, And I was still kind of learning about it. I guess you could say I was 23, honestly, when I really kind of understood what it was. I had a full awakening and got into crystals and learning about self-healing and balancing chakras and all of that stuff. Like I started studying Buddhism. I read a lot about Buddhism and all I opened my mind. I expanded my mind. I couldn't just settle for what I was told my religion was or what I was told to believe in because I already knew that when I've already known since a young age that I was never going to be one to just conform or go with what I'm told. I've I've never been that kind of person. I need to know, I need to investigate for myself. I need to do my own research and have my own receipts and do my own homework. So I know what I believe in because this is my life. When I die, I want to die knowing that I lived exactly how I wanted to, period. And so that's why energy is so important to me because now, like when I had my spiritual awakening, energy is so important to me and I push it because we are living in a world that we obviously can't control. We can't control what goes on around us. But what we can control is every day we wake up in a body, a human vessel, a flesh, a body. We have control on over what we decide to eat that morning, what time we decide to wake up that morning, what we want to do that day. Like we have full say so in what we want to do with our life. So why not protect that? And if I, why not, why not want to keep your energy clear and keep it clean and pure and only have genuine people around you and genuine vibes and spirits and all of that. Why not see the world for a bigger picture? This goes back to why I love gay people, because I'm not just saying only gay people are spiritual awakening and I'm not saying all gay people are, you know, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is if you are queer of any sort, then you understand that life is about standing in your truth and being who you are and knowing what you want. And that's what energy is all about, knowing what I want to pour out and what I want to pour into me. And when people quote it, it just I just laugh because it's just like, you have no idea. Like, you really have no idea. <laughs> and I'll pray for you because you need to, I hope you find that. I hope you figure out who you are, whether it's now or when you're 30 or 40 or 50 or whatever I hope you find that and to be truthful it's always been inside of me because my mom was a very spiritual person though she made us go to church and she wasn't believed in God and she had to say what she had to say about me and my sexuality my mom is very woke I was raised on Baduism 
period. So if you if you have ever listened to anything by Erica Badu, I was raised on that. So at a young age, my mom had me when she was 17, 16. So at a young age, I was woke. I'm listening to Baduism and I'm young. I think she it came out in 96. I'm young. And this is all my mom listened to. She always listened to Erica and Jill Scott and she always was speaking energies and shit, but I never knew what energy she never used that word because that's some new age stuff. She never said anything like she never said anything about energy and stuff like that. It was just more so like, I don't know. She's just a butterfly, a free spirit, like a just go with the flow, but still going my own route kind of person. And I, that's what I respect about my mother, because she she instilled that in me. And I guess you could say I've been woke, but it just took me to go through a lot through life because obviously through life, adolescence and all that you, um, you learn and you fuck up and then you learn that you fucked up and then you go back to, you know, being a good person. All right. Let's see. What do you love most about yourself? Next question. What do you love most about yourself? I love that I bounce back. I love that I could be going through so much in my life. I could be, I can have so much going on at one time that just would drive anyone to the edge and I will keep pushing. I will show up to work and I will smile at every person that walks through that door. I will make sure that they're taken care of every patient that comes into the clinic. I will make sure that they're taken care of. I will talk to my coworkers like as if nothing is going on in my life. Will I complain about it? Yes. Do I have days where I really can't cover it up? Yes. I'm human. I'm not perfect at all, but I love the fact that I have that ability to turn that on. I, I went to work. My grandmother died and it's just, it's just a tragic story, but my grandmother died and, um, I had to work and my manager told me that if I didn't come to work, I didn't have a job and me wanting to be like, I don't give a fuck. I, um, I, I, I couldn't, I knew that I needed my job. I knew that I had to make an adult decision and I'm not saying that that's, that's not a normal, like adult decision. I'm just saying like my ability, that's when I knew I was a strong woman because I went to work after I just lost my grandmother (laughs) Like what? And I went to work. I was a server at the time. I was a server and I went to work and I made the most money I had ever made at that job. And that's why. And that's that that day I knew that I was a strong woman. I knew that I can bounce back or I can cover up, not so much cover up, but I can conceal and I can push through. I can cry behind closed doors. I don't have to let everybody know I'm crying. Do I post sappy memes all the time? Yeah, but it's just, it's social media. So you could take that with a grain of salt, to be honest, and kiss my ass. Do I go on rants on social media? Yes, I'm human again. But that has nothing to do with the fact that I can. Y'all don't, nobody has to know what I got going on. And I pick and choose what I want to share. And I love that about me. I'm not easy to read. I'm not an easy to read ass person. And the, what people may think that they know, I love to show up and show different. But yeah, that was completely going off topic. But yeah, anyway. All right. I think I have two more questions. 
What is your type? What do you look for in a woman? Um, I don't have a type. I just, again, it goes back to me saying I vibe with who I vibe with. Um, I like who I like. I do have turnoffs. I'm as a normal person would. Um, there's some things that I'm just like, uh, uh, like, uh, especially funky ass energy. Energy is number one. That's my type shit. Good energy, good energy, good vibe. Somebody that I can be completely myself around. That's my type. And I've learned that I have not always talked to people that were necessarily attractive. I've talked to people because of their personality and I'm getting older and I'm understanding that it really ain't about looks. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want nobody that's popped. Like, eh. But, <laughs> um, that was mean. I'm sorry. I don't, but I don't, obviously I want somebody that's uh, physically attractive because I'm, uh, it's human nature. If I'm not physically attracted to you, I won't be sexually attracted to you. And we're not going to work. I'm grown as hell. I'm not about to be faking I, life's too short to have bad sex so that's all i'm saying i don't have a type but you gotta have good vibes good energy um you have to make me laugh and this is all personality traits they ain't physical traits so i don't even know if that's what you was referring to to the person that asked this question but yeah that's my type all right two more questions I see that you're a bartender. Is this a question? Okay. I see that you're a bartender and you work at the hospital or wherever you work at. And it makes me wonder, how do you deal with anxiety and being able to be with people all day? All right. Good question. Um, so this goes back to me saying oh, that's what I love most about me is because I can conceal it. Um, I deal with really, 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 really high strung anxiety, like bad anxiety. Like I can't even really explain it, but to the point where I have not shown up to job interviews, I have sent my friends off, sent my family off, not answered the phone because I was too anxious about the conversation. Like it's, it's that deep. But I know that I have to push through it and I can't sit around and feel sorry for myself or medicate myself and expect to feel better. I have to push through that because um, the anxiety doesn't have me. I have anxiety. So that's how I'm able to go to work and bartend, even though I don't feel like talking to people. I probably had an anxiety attack in the bathroom and I'm probably going to have 10 more before the end of the night. But I'm able to conceal it because I know that I have to keep it pushing for one. I need money for two because ain't nobody going to take care of me. Ain't nobody come saving me, baby. I got to save myself. So I just, I just got to look at the big picture. Like Ebony, you have to keep pushing. You have to move forward. You have anxiety. Yes, but you cannot allow the anxiety to control you because that's when you're going to go mad. And that's when it turns into something deeper than just anxiety. So I guess that's how I deal with it. Um, what my method is might not work for the next person. I can't say that it's that easy. I'm not about to sit here in front like it's that easy. I have called into work. I have left work really because of anxiety. But I have to keep pushing. I don't quit my job. I keep going. You just got to keep going, boo. Whew. 
All right, last question. <laughs> Why did you stop making jewelry? So when I went on vac before I went on vacation to Florida in July, I were I was going hard with my business. And for those of you that don't know, I make custom jewelry, waist beads, anklets, bracelets. I was trying to expand it, but going into my uh, answer to my question, um, I just I was burning myself out when I first started. I was um, doing it because I liked I loved it. I loved making healing bracelets and promoting healing and trying to put people on to different things something different something new people you don't really see a lot of black women doing that around here I can go to crystal shops all over the quad cities but I don't see not one black woman running or owning it so that was my focus and my goal was to promote it to not just black people but to people my peers like people that don't know much about it and not want to know about it so that's where that came in at but it turned into more of a costume jewelry bracelet making um waist beads have meanings behind them as well and it was turning more into a waist bead like I don't know I don't know how to explain it guys I um I just didn't love it like I loved it when I started because I think I went so hard and put so much into it at first I exhausted myself so that's why and on top of my outside life that I had going on I had some some deep shit going on y'all and I'm not about to get into it because it's not anything that I sh I want to share, but I had a lot going on at that point in my life, and I knew that I can't promote healing when I wasn't even healed myself. So I had to shut it down. I had to take a break, a mental break, because I'm going to work and coming straight home, making bracelets and filling orders and doing deliveries and not going to sleep until three in the morning, having to be up at six for work. Like I was burning myself out, guys. And so I needed a break. I needed that break. I needed a mental break. I needed to catch my breath. I needed to just take a step back. I was just going hard. And then in the midst of it, I felt like people didn't have my back. I wasn't supported by people I thought I was going to be supported by, which is fine. Nobody has to, nobody owes you that. And I, I accepted that, but it bothered me because it's just like, damn, I rock with you, but whatever. I'm getting sneaked in by people that I thought fucked with me, but all of that was coming into play and it was just a lot and it was just too much. And it's just like, I just want to promote healing and I just want people to, to know more about this stuff, but I got shit going on in my life. Um, so yeah, that's partial. That's why I stopped doing it y'all. And I'm not completely done with it. I'm going to go back to it, but Right now, I just need a break. I need to heal more. Um, I lost my uncle last month, and it's just been a lot. So I'm transitioning, but I'm going to get back to it. Um, different meaning. I mean, there's another girl named Ebony selling bead, beaded jewelry, and it's 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 just weird because I've never seen anybody else do it, but that that's neither here nor there. I'm going to be back for you guys that keep asking. Um I'm going to be back on different terms, so I'm not going to go as hard as I did before. I'm going to make sure that I prioritize my mental health first so that I can put my all into my work and quality because it was getting, I was getting sloppy. I was getting tired. But yeah, um, that's I don't want to keep going anymore, guys, because I don't want these to be long-winded episodes. This will probably be the longest episode I have. Um I'm going to get back to my my life. I'm going to get back in the house. Probably light me a J. Take a shower. Watch me a show. 
kickback. Shout out to Kenya. I forgot. Shout out to Kenya for listening to my ideas. And I've told her for almost a year now that I've been trying to do a podcast. It's been more than a year. It's been more than a year. I've been telling her, like, I want to do a podcast. And she's tired of my shit. But thank you for giving me the little boost last night, friend. Um, make sure y'all find her on Instagram. I don't know her at name, but I will make sure I tag it in my, um, my video or my, sorry, my video. Who I think I am. <laughs> Who I think I am on YouTube, y'all. <laughs> I'm funny as hell, but, um, <laughs> I'll make sure I add her. She's a poet. She's a dope poet. She's, she's so bomb. She's from Chicago. She has, um, a book called as American at sweet potato pie, which is dope. Um, make sure you check it out. But um, yeah, guys, thank you for checking out my first podcast. Um, like I said, it's not it's going to be a little more together next time. I'm trying to get the work out the kinks and learn my way through it. I'm not about to sit here in front with y'all like I know what I'm doing because I don't. But we're going to get it together. But y'all take care in the meantime. I love y'all. I hope y'all have the day you deserve or the night you deserve. What may whatever may have you. And yeah. Thanks for checking out Ebb's Web, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Make sure you guys send me topics that you want me to talk about, and I'll make sure to touch on them or whatever. I want us to vibe. We are here to vibe. Y'all take care. Have a wonderful night. I love you.